Hello and welcome to a very special edition of the First and Ten podcast. You are not going to hear much from me. This is Dave, I should add. Um, so I've, uh, I missed Thursday's episode of a bit of a cold, so it might sound a bit funny here. But um, yeah, you won't be hearing much of my voice. Uh, we are going to be giving you a lot of the content we picked up um, at Saints and Vikings practices and press conferences and all of that stuff this week. So we had Steve, who a lot of you will know from his writing on our website. He was down with the Saints and the Vikings um, Wednesday and Friday, I want to say. Um, and then we have Ollie down at South Bank today, picking up some stuff. Um, so some of them are a little bit on the quiet side. I've uh, done my best to make them come through. So we had uh, some really good stuff that just didn't come out from people like Chris Alave, um who else and the Saints coaches, I can't think of us, but lots of other people, um, who, yeah, the volume didn't quite come out good enough, so I've left them out of here, but um, yeah, I've got some stuff from Kevin O'Connell, Kirk Cousins, Jameis Winston, and I'll try and throw in some other bits and bobs in there from the others that I can piece together, but first up, we are going to hear from Vikings coach Kevin O'Connell. Hey, guys. Um, just a quick update, um, good to see so many faces here, first and foremost, um, a quick update, Andrew Booth uh, was limited today, and uh, we're going to go ahead and list him doubtful for the game. Um, Zadarius Smith, also limited, um, did practice today, and uh, he's questionable for the game. So, uh, obviously, uh, great to get on the ground here. Um, guys had a good practice coming off of our flight. Uh, good meetings today. Continue our uh, process and prep for a really good football team this weekend. But with that, I'll open it uh, up to you guys. To what extent are you trying to create like a sense of normalcy with this practice, and to what extent are you creating like being overseas in different time zones, all that stuff? Yeah, we uh, you know once we once we got here, it felt like a pretty normal Friday for us. Um, we uh, we had our normal amount of meetings, um, took care of uh, installing some things in the red zone, and then what we call a fast Friday practice, um, where we we get out and, and execute some of those things, and then obviously start getting to the point late in the week here where we can kind of put a bow on the plan and, and have our guys feel good about it. But uh, no, we're trying uh, to make this as normal as possible. These guys all are in their routines um, by the day throughout the season. We've had the, you know, the benefit really of really playing at four different game times now, you know, body clockwise, Monday night football, late window, the opener, and then obviously last weekend at 12 o'clock at U.S. Bank. So uh, our guys are just adjusting on the fly. We'll, we'll continue to find our rhythm, but I uh, feel good about where we're at. Kevin, how much was Zedarius able to do today, and what will be the kind of the indicator that tells you whether he's able to go? Yeah, he got he got reps in uh, in in the team period. You know, we kind of split between seven on seven and team down in the red zone, and then and then have uh, you know some extended team kind of jog through reps at the end there. He got a little bit of everything, and uh, you know I think it's just really coming off the flight, wanting to see how he felt, uh, get got him a little bit more of an extended warm up with Tyler and Uriah. And then uh, he was able to come down and, and take part in a, a good amount of practice. And really, will uh, he truly will be probably a game time decision, just how he feels, and making sure that um, you know he's he's one of our most important players, obviously. But I want him to feel good about playing and, and feel like he can be his normal self. And I think he's trending that way, uh, but will be a game time decision. Okay. Uh, the Vikings on the sixteen. Yeah. Yeah, I think it's really important. I know, uh, you know, our ownership and our organization. We we feel very strongly about you know continuing to build our great fan base. You know, I've already felt it early on. We haven't been here long, but 
Um, expecting to see a lot of Vikings fans here, um, obviously at the game on Sunday, but just trying to get, we had a great, you know, I think we had over 100 plus kids, you know, out for a football clinic today and they were fired up. Uh, their families out here and, and our guys got a chance to spend some time with them pre-practice. Uh, so just as much as we can connect while we're here, uh, our organization, in my opinion, does a great job, whether we're back home or, uh, you know, abroad here. And it's really important to us because I, I think our players, um, you know, they, uh, they love being able to feel the passion of Vikings fans and to be able to do it really all over the world. It's something we're really excited about, so it's really important. Good question. The Vikings are going to be the, the first team to play in all three venues that have been used yeah. in London. Um, with that in mind, how do you think that can make uh, and how the, the Vikings' relationship with London? Um, do you think that that could make it feel like more of a, a home game for you guys? Yeah, I, I think uh, you know it's something we take a lot of pride in, and, and really, no matter where we go. Um, you feel our fan base traveling and being a part of it, but to have you know the home base fans here I think it's a great point about really being in all three venues and um, We're technically the road team this Sunday, but hoping to see a lot of purple uh, in the stands and already have and really like your hat there obviously um, But to, no, I think it's a great point and something that uh, we're excited about and obviously excited about this venue this time Coach, you um, talked about sort of addressing and evaluating um, Justin and sort of the way defenses are playing. Yep. What have you guys looked at in terms of keeping him involved in a game where the last few games he hasn't really been? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, it's one thing for uh, defenses to have kind of a plan within the normal ways that they play defense, but uh, I, I give a lot of credit to the last two teams we played. They've had a real you know, tight plan for him and, and kind of aware of where he is on the field at all times and adjust it accordingly. We'll continue uh, to find things within our offense, but also, um, you know, we're going to do some different things with him and, and just always, uh, you know, try to put him in the best possible uh, situation for success. And, and ultimately, um, we feel really strongly about, you know, his ability to win in one-on-one -on -one matchups. And uh, he's seen some physical coverage early on in the season, and, and that's been a I think a really good for him, good thing for him as he kind of continues to add to his toolbox of snap in and snap out, how to win, how are we helping him win, uh, which is a really important thing. And then ultimately that rhythm with Kirk, uh, you know, to be able to play out those looks with him and uh, obviously be aggressive to him because he's a he's a, a real weapon for us and will continue to be week in and week out. And then if I can follow up, Likely to see Andy Dalton with James Rush or Dalton. Yeah. Practice this week. What are your thoughts on Andy? Yeah, I've had a lot of respect for Andy for a long time. I thought that was, uh, you know, something that I took note of this offseason when when he uh, ended up going there, and, and uh, you knew they'd have some real great options at the quarterback position. But what a guy like Andy does, who started has won playoff games, uh, obviously started a ton of games in this league. Uh, you know, he's just going to be able to step right in and not only run. Uh, their offense at a really high level, uh, knows how to distribute the ball, is very accurate. Um, you know, guy, when he's played that much football, you don't expect there to be any kind of nerves. We got to be ready to go from the jump, and we want to get off to a fast start defensively in the football game. And uh, we know with their skill players and, and the type of offense they're capable of, uh, we got our hands full, especially with Andy, you know, running the show and, and uh, getting them in and out of bad plays into good plays and, and having that ownership that you expect a better guy like that to have. How important is it to get Osborne and Thielen involved and involved early? Yeah, I think it's important. Uh, you know, one of the things I was telling our coaches this week was, you know, uh, it's a good problem to have. You know, Stacy obviously asking about Justin and then a question about getting Adam and KJ going and then we want to get the run game going. Unfortunately, 
you know, when uh, when our offense is at its best, it's rhythm and snaps, and to be able to do all those things, not always easy to do when, you know, if you have limited snaps in the first half, that's why we got to be great on third down. We got to possess the football um, and get those guys going within the rhythm of our offensive philosophy, which uh, requires all five eligibles to come to life in the pass game, requires us to be able to run the football and uh, marry the run and the pass together, you know, to kind of be in, in that attack mode. I think it's a great point, and really it, like, what, what we've talked a lot about as an offense, and Kirk has talked a lot about, it, it's just going, you know, making the right decisions with the football based upon our progressions are set up, not for one person, not for one player, but really to have the, you know, the open guy get the ball, and, and really the coverage dictates that a lot of the time. Kevin, how are you feeling about Dalvin? I feel good. He's uh, He had a good day yesterday, full practice, and then uh, obviously got on the plane, um, was ready to go today, had a good practice today, so uh, Dalvin's excited about the opportunity this weekend. Kevin, when Justin's getting pressed the way he has been in the last couple of weeks, what yeah. kinds of things can you guys do to, I guess, mitigate that or get him free releases when teams are doing the way they're doing? Yeah, I think uh, it just it depends on the scheme, the concept. I think sometimes you like the press coverage and, and can really either play off that with a you know a complimentary route stem for, for Justin and him having a great plan at the line of scrimmage. I, I fully expect him. Uh, to see a lot more of that, you know, we're playing one of the premier secondaries with a lot of really good players, and obviously with Marcus Lattimore, um, this guy's the the real deal, and Justin knows that it's going to be a, a big time challenge for him. And then when we can help him, you know, getting him involved in groupings with with Adam and KJ and Irv and, and, and the rest of our guys uh, in formations where he's in different spots and moving around motions. Uh, different things to just apply pressure pre-snap to the defense and try to get Justin an even playing field by the time the ball snapped. It's hard to get him an advantage uh, with how people are kind of playing him and dictating some coverage to him, but where can we help him get an edge, at least pre-snap, uh, to let him go be himself and just play fast? Coach, obviously the Saints have got off to a slow starting game now. Um, have you sort of looked at that and try and capitalize? Yeah, I think uh, well, we always want to try to get off to a fast start. I know they do as well. I mean, that's... Uh, something that really all teams look forward to doing, but um, you know, in our in our minds and in our mindset, it's really about whatever phase starts the game for us. We want that group to start fast. We want that if it's defense. Let's get a stop and try to get the best possible field position we can. If it's offense, let's sustain a drive like we did, really going back to the opener and try to at least you know schematically you know apply pressure. But you know, when you can get a lead earlier, you can win the field position even early. Uh, a lot of times that can dictate some of the situational decisions we get a chance to make uh, kind of as the first half dwindles down and we can kind of be aggressive in that mode, knowing we're, hey, we're getting the ball to start the second half or maybe we're not, and now we need to maximize our opportunities in the second quarter. But it's 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 just about momentum, you know, who can capture it and then more importantly sustain it. That's why I was so excited last week just because, you know, sometimes against good teams in this league and everybody's competing, you know, competitive against everybody, with how our league is set up. So you're going to have to overcome some adversity. Two double-digit deficits in that game last week, and our guys just kept playing. And within the rhythm and, and timing and, and kind of success of our offense, it will come. We obviously want to be as, as complete and consistent as possible uh, to avoid some of those lapses. But uh, sometimes you got to you know, give the defense credit, make some adjustments, and go try to win the game in the end. Coach, how exciting is it to have both Jamil and Darius Smith? as key points of the defense, especially because they can move across the line in very different positions. Yeah, I think it's a great point that, you know, how we are moving those guys and they can have a real uh, role against the run and the pass from different spots. Um, you know, we really envisioned, and, and going back a long time with Quasi, when we talked about adding a guy like Sidarius, you know, alongside Daniil and, and with having Harrison and Dalvin 
as those you know kind of focal point interior guys. Uh, we really envisioned uh, you know that unit playing a lot of snaps together um, and having a lot of success. And then now it's about, in, in my opinion, it's about those guys continuing to set the standard that they have uh, while infusing some you know the DJ Wams and Pat Jones and some of our depth inside uh, to not only so those guys don't have to play 60, 70 snaps every single week. And then we like our depth at some of those spots, which only make everybody better. Harrison Smith's back from his uh, concussion this week, I believe. Um, how yep. important is his ability and his experience to the effectiveness of the defense? Yeah, it's huge. You know, it, it goes back, you know, to the initial, uh, the initial kind of uh, installation of how we want to play. Uh, Harrison running the show back there, really being in a lot of areas of our defense. Uh, maybe aligning in the same spot a lot of times to start the play, but how he affects the game and, and his understanding and instincts of being able to do a lot of jobs for us is really huge. I thought Josh Metellus did a great job last week, you know, really filling that potential void for us. But to have Harry back and know we can have pair him with Cam and Josh and Lou back there, you know, that we feel really good about those safeties now, and we put a lot on their plate. Uh, to, to really continue to kind of progress within our defense and build upon where we're at with the scheme to be as uh, competitive as possible. Last Coach, few questions for Kevin. Coach, on the subject of concussions, I know with the trap, you've had a chance to see the situation with Tua Tungvaloa from last night? Just heard about it. I, we were we did not have television on the flight. Um, thank goodness everybody got some sleep. But I, I just heard about it, and I know, um, having kind of gone through kind of the process and protocol with Harrison uh, post-game with his, it's just – Obviously, very, very important that we rely on those protocols that have been set up by, you know, very, very smart people and experienced people in our league. And then obviously our doctors and our medical staff, um, we will always defer, uh, you know, to whatever their recommendations are, because I, I just think it's way too important uh, with the education and the understanding now of, of, of concussions and the, and the long term implications of those. Um, that we're smart with players and put their player health and safety is always a main priority and focal point for us. But, you know, no more important topic than, than obviously concussions and, and uh, you know, people's health from that standpoint. So we'll always defer to the doctors and the protocols and just make sure absolutely um, that that guy has clear protocols and, and, and really the player also has to feel good and ready to go as well. Coach, do people make too much of you guys coming in or a team coming in on a Friday? Yeah, I think it's, you know, team to team, Stacey, I really do. And I just, you know, I, I, I can just say and, and reiterate that, you know, Tyler and, and Uriah and our staff, they, they put in a lot of time talking to a lot of different people. And I know, uh, you know, the, the personal experiences, everybody's had late travel, everybody's had travel to different time zones. Um, we spent a lot of time talking about how we're going to handle it, not only leading up to when we got on the plane yesterday, but uh, now that we're here, you know, the type of, you know, scheduling, you know, the players were really uh, off the plane and, and right into an activation this morning, and then we had meetings, and then we got them going, and really had a pretty, uh, pretty lively practice with those guys bouncing around, and now, as I told them, the hard part's over from a preparation standpoint. we got an unbelievable challenge against a good team on Sunday, but from here on out, um, we are here, we are getting in recovery mode now and locking in the plan, and uh, I thought the players handled it great, but uh, the time and energy and effort put into it, um, a, lot of, a lot of smart folks, a lot smarter than me, uh, helping to build the schedule that we felt as is, is our number one priority. It's always in the best interest of the player, 
Um, and then ultimately, what's it going to be like for us post-game as we transition early on in the season? We're not going to have the bye. We'll go right into a home game. Um, all of that went into uh, planning what we thought was best for our team, um, and, and I feel good about it so far. Last question. Uh, um, they, um, there seems to be a lot of positivity coming from the players and media about your, your, you know, since you've taken over. So, Thank you. To you. Um, but uh, what's your secret? I don't think there is a secret. I really don't. I, I think uh, it, it stems from a couple things. Obviously, uh, you know, previous two years around a head coach that I worked for in Los Angeles, who I have, uh, you know, the utmost respect for, X's and O's wise, but I think it, you know, it, it goes so much further than that. I think it's really important to understand culture and what your, uh, you know, what your goal for the culture in your building, you know, what the work environment you want your players to be around every day. Uh, and I just know having had success in, in what I considered a great culture there, uh, you know, I have not wasted a moment uh, wanting that to be our, you know, our staple here. It's our culture and our people. Uh, we have talented players, we have great coaches, we have unbelievable support around our team. But ultimately, I feel like if we put these great players and coaches in an environment where every day, you know, they can be the best versions of themselves by the environment they come to, um, I feel that's like that's an advantage for us, and um, ultimately, when adversity does hit, as it did last, you know, Sunday at our home stadium, uh, you know, one of the reasons why I think that we there was not a lot of flinch out of our players. There was no finger pointing. There was no uh, blame going on. There was just a group that just got tighter and just said, you know, we just got to get a little bit better. We just got to do things a little better. Rely on the guy next to you, and we were able to overcome a couple deficits there. But uh, appreciate you asking the question. Something that's really important to me. Um, and I, I, I'm very lucky to have the leadership we have here on our team. Alright, some really good stuff there from uh, Kevin O'Connell. Uh, next up, we have Kirk Cousins. Looking out over the rolling hills, and um, really fun place to have a football practice. But, uh, and a fun place to stay. This is an incredible property um, complex. It's really convenient to have your room and your meetings and your meals and your practice and rock with them all walking distance from each other. So. Uh, Really enjoyed it. It's been a, a short stay so far, but uh, we had a good practice today. And, um, I've now been over here. It's my second game playing over here, so trying to draw from the first experience on what to do uh, better or what to do the same. And then I um, uh, went over here a few times in the off season as well for some different events with the NFL in, in the UK and had a great time in all my visits. So it's, uh, it's been fun to come back and looking forward to a, a great game on Sunday. Take any questions you have. What would you do differently compared to what you did the first time you came over to London? Yeah, it's a good question. I think honestly, my recommendations going back to the spring when they asked me what to do, I really said uh, to do it much the same. I think uh, leaving Thursday uh, night, the last time, and flying through the night worked well. Um, I think that uh, you know you have to be diligent with how you acclimate and um, get the focus today, get a good practice in, but. Um, you know, I think it's also uh, just helpful to have had the experience and to understand the crowd a little better and um, the uh, stadium and the energy. And it's, um, it really exceeded my expectations the first time, which was fun. How much do you embrace like the novelty and how much are you trying to create a sense of normalcy? Um, I think it's a little both. I think that there's a, there's a novelty to it that's fun and is a break from the traditional routine of the week. And then uh, you want to have routine, you want to have normalcy as best you can to feel ready at kickoff. And so you try to stick to your routine, knowing that's a little unrealistic. 
and uh, enjoy the fact that it was such a cool practice out there with looking out at the rolling hills. I felt like I was uh, looking out at one of the homes in the distance, looked like the Skyfall Mansion in a James Bond movie. <laughs> and uh, it just had a cool feel to it. So, um, you know, you kind of enjoy that part of it. But we know how passionate you are for the game, how determined you are to win. I want to take you back to 2005. 39 at 50 on your math test. Do you still have those results above your <laughs> I do. Uh, yeah, I do. That's back home in, uh, in Michigan in my house, uh, framed on the wall. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll never forget. I see the boss on the math test, and uh, rather than throw it away, uh, well, at first I ripped it up, and I realized, you know what? And I taped it back together, and I said, I'm going to keep this as a reminder. So, um, yeah, that's kind of the way I'm there. You kept anything from the tie last time you were over here to remind me Yeah, yeah. If you say, what would you do differently? I'd say try to win uh, and not tie. Uh, although I think the fan base here is more accustomed to that and understands that's part of, of sports, whereas I think back home it's kind of a head scratcher. So, uh, um, you know, it was a back and forth game. It was a great game, an exciting game. Probably one of the better NFL games I've played and been a part of. Uh, one of the more memorable ones, certainly. And, um, you know, I would expect Sunday to be too similar. Okay. It's the 15th year of being in the game. So okay. you said you've been out here before in the past. How much do you really think the UK is becoming part of the NFL player experience? So I haven't studied it a lot. I will say that in my visits uh, here in the off season, when I've gotten to do Q and A's with audiences from Liverpool to London to Edinburgh, it's. Uh, it's a really engaged crowd, a really knowledgeable crowd. I mean, this question here from 2005, I haven't had a question like that back in the States. So, um, and the game sold out in a matter of, I believe, seconds uh, when the tickets became available. So that gives you some insight into uh, where it's headed, where it's going. Um, we certainly want to grow the game globally, and this is you know the best place to start and, and do it is the UK and London. And so, um, it's, it's uh, hopefully creating some momentum, but I think you all probably better able to comment on it than me as to how it's picking up here. I know certainly uh, soccer is picking up in the States quite a bit over, over my lifetime, and hopefully American football can do the same across the pond. You, uh, you exchanged jerseys with uh, Son Kyung Min yes. a couple of years ago. Um, yes. Obviously, you're going to be playing at his home stadium on Sunday. Are you going to have a chance to catch up with Sonny uh, over the weekend? I don't know if we will, but uh, when I visited for the first time after the 2015 season, which was a, just a thrill of an experience to get to come over here and see the sights and, and be a part of it all, we went over to White Hart Lane and we saw the old Hotspur Stadium and we got to tour the locker room and see everything. And, uh, um, that was a thrill. And so I've kind of always followed them from a distance ever since. And so then when they came over to play at our stadium, that was fun as well to see them. And uh, and now I'm going to see the new stadium, which when I came here in 2015, it was just talk that you know, it's being built, it's going to be a great place, it's going to be fun, but had no idea that we'd come back someday and play. So is, is this Sunday going to be your, your first chance to see it, or are you going to go? First to chance, first chance to see it. I don't believe we're going to go over there tomorrow. Um, when I was here with Washington in 2016, we did go over to Wembley on Saturday, I'm not sure we're going to do tomorrow. Okay, this is a really strong Saints defense on paper, yeah. at least, with a lot of playmakers in it. How does your approach change in the week, taking on a defense like this compared to maybe others? Well, I just have a great deal of respect for the players and for the, the play caller. Um, you know, Coach Allen has been the leader of that defense for a long time and done a great job. They've played a lot of big games, won a lot of games, won their division many times. 
And we played against him, and then a lot of the names I played against going back to 2017, 2018, 2019, it's a lot of the same names. And so these are guys who have played in big games, played at a high level, gone to Pro Bowls, been all pro, and uh, they're all still playing together. And I think uh, that says a lot about the, the challenge we have up ahead of us on Sunday. You're playing the Saints, and if we take you back to the um, miracle Minneapolis or the Bigs and the way that game ended, does that ignite a particular fire knowing you're playing the Saints again this time around in London? And I think it creates a fun storyline anytime the two teams get together just because of the history. And uh, that's what's so fun about so many teams in our league is the history can go back to memorable moments where fans and players remember where they were when a certain moment happened uh, against two teams. And it has, in a way, become a bit of a rivalry. You know, certainly we all have our rivals, different teams have their rivals. And, um, we've played several times over the last few years, had some great games and back and forth. And, uh, you know, I think that's what happens when you get two good teams together. Okay. What would your message be to the UK Vikings fans who are going to see you play for the first time this summer? Oh, we're thrilled to be here. We're expecting to be able to put on a show for them, give them a lot to cheer for. I know they're dying to cheer for us. And I would ask them to be loud and be proud and uh, hopefully bring the school chant. And, um, and so, uh, you know, just you know, it's, a, it's a great lift to our spirits when we take the field and see them there in the stands. Let me see you. How's your? Oh, sorry. Oh, I was going to say I can see you wearing the uh, the UK Vikings uh, yeah. T-shirt. Like, with that relationship that the Vikings have with the UK, does this feel like a, a home game for you in a way? Well, we'll have to see when we get out there. It's certainly a technically a home game for the Saints, and I'm sure they travel well and have a great fan base here too. So we'll see how it all is divided up, and you'll get your you know Dolphins jerseys in the crowd and your Bears jerseys and people are there just to celebrate the NFL and American football, but. Um, Certainly expect Vikings fans to travel well. They kind of always have. It's, you know, thanks to the way the Vikings teams played in the 60s and 70s and 80s and 90s, we've kind of built up this worldwide fan base. And, um, you know, I'd expect them to turn out in London just like they do in other away games. Stylistically, how, how do you feel that you've changed on the new year new head coach? Well, I think that's been a good uh, process for me to say, okay, how am I changing, but how also do I need to stay the same? You know, there's some level of, hey, We've had success doing things uh, a certain way or uh, playing the game a certain way, and I don't want to reinvent the wheel if it's working. So um, that's been a process over the last several months of, of changing and adapting and, and maybe your footwork or your read or the way you call a player and handle protection, but then also being able to say, hey, in this case, maybe we're better off not changing. And, and so you kind of have those conversations and it's just kind of a fluid deal as you go. Awesome, great questions. Thanks, guys. Next up, we have Jameis Winston. This is uh, one of the ones that is a little quiet. So this was recorded on Wednesday afternoon um, before it was announced that he was going to miss the game, but he had missed this practice. How you doing? Visually uh, is is always good. I mean, the past two 
Wednesdays, uh, I wasn't full uh, practice. I was standing around, bed on my feet, watching. Uh, I did did throw routes on there, so uh, it's been pretty similar to the past few weeks. It wasn't the choice between any back. Oh, absolutely. Getting off my feet, being here working, doing rehab, uh, just. Uh, focusing on the things that I need to work on so that I can be a better me on Thursday. What, what is the kind of rehab that goes into this? Because you're saying I saw that feeling, like, about life or something. Uh, it's, a lot, it's a lot of different things. Uh, I mean, rehabbing my, my hip flexors, my ankles, uh, my back, uh, my entire body. It's, 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 a, it's a holistic process. Uh, and a, a, lot of, a lot of people, you know, they want to, they rehab. They want to get their body right. I mean, you look at our first two drives, we're moving the football and we shot ourselves in the foot. So we're trying to eliminate that. Uh, we, every game we have a good two minute drive. Uh, so how can we do that more? Uh, the past two games, you know, we started off all fast uh, in terms of executing on third down and moving the chains. Uh, one game we ended up with three, or other games we ended up got us out of field goal range. Uh, so uh, I, I think we just got to keep on chopping, chopping wood and carrying water. Uh, I think we're doing some good things. I, think, I know we have a good plan. Uh, I know our guys are giving it all they got. Uh, but things are going to start falling out of it. Can I ask some benefits to the stand before you go to the city? I think us getting here early uh, is very beneficial for us in terms of us uh, being able to uh, get used to uh, the time change. And I, and I, and I know our guys are taking full, uh, full benefit of that, like trying to get a rest as much as possible. And uh, again, in there doing rehab, in our lifts, and in our body breath. Jamie, since the last time you came here, you, it was a Thursday night Friday arrival thing. Yeah, it was Thursday night. It seems like that's what almost every other team does. What? It seems like a no brainer to get acclimated early. What's, what's your preference, or what's the counter argument? Uh, well, I, I mean, I, I think uh, Coach DA had a great plan uh, to get us over here. Uh, definitely the first two days, like, I and mean, even today, and we're going to the five, right? Like, it's, it's tough, but uh, you know I, I do enjoy being able to come over here in uh, in London and play a football game. I think that's the exciting part. So we always get up for that. Uh, but I mean, on our body, it does take a toll. So definitely being over here for a week, I just I think that's 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 the right thing. Is that another situation, sort of like the pulling out of practice, like a player might think, "Oh, I don't want to go on a nine-day trip," but then when when they're in it, they're like, "Actually, this is." This is the right way to do it? I don't, I don't know. I mean, me personally, I, mean, I guess was told that I wouldn't practice today. No, I didn't mean that. I meant that was bad comparison. But I meant the players not necessarily get excited about going on a nine-day road trip. We get excited about coming over here. I mean, you know, especially when, when our family, like my, my wife's in here, my, uh, my son, in here to climb back in the bed. Uh, I got a chance to meet up with them.
And the other day, he said, hey, man, let me tell you the most exciting part of the trip. He's like, my, my seat turned into a bed, right? So, <laughs> so that was amazing. Uh, I think everyone who's a significant other and for a wife is allowed to, to be with us. So I think that's, that's, that's incredible, uh, this experience, playing football, and like, that's all. We got some solid captains. Like this is, I mean, we, we've been here before. Like, this is a long season, and we, we, like I said, we're talking more than here in the water, and it don't suck. Think so, like for the last game, you're pregame, maybe a little bit different. Is that also about just maybe staying on your feet and making sure that you weren't doing anything? No, I just was uh, inside. I had to do more things for my body. Uh, that's that's it. And uh, instead of rushing. Went out there. I had a, a plan to, to execute indoors. And have Did you figure out anything from from your first game playing through it to your second one that was more comfortable? Like any equipment you chose to wear or anything like that? Like, the, well, my, my my biggest thing was uh, when you when you lace me up with all these pads, make sure I'm practicing it, uh, not just doing it on game day. I, I won't like I'm, I'm a stickler about that type of stuff. I want it the exact same way, uh, but. Uh, it's, a, it's, it's a learning process with everybody. It's me communicating with, with the trainers, and they're doing a good job. Me communicating with, with, with the DA, but at the end of the day, uh, it's time to lay some up. We're ready to rock. How much does your process change just to be on with this? It's like your daily routine and pregame and all. Is there a lot of stuff that, that you've got to do differently the last year? Yeah, you know, more, more visual stuff uh, than, than, like, you know, uh, physical things. But uh, at the end of the day, uh, my, my job is to, to be as prepared as I can be to perform on Sunday. And, and, I, and I think I, I've been uh, doing my best to do that. Jameis, with the new black helmets, does that change your way of hitting out your receivers today? Do you have to kind of work on that a little bit? Like, I like it, it will stay there. No, um, I, I think it's, it's cool that we get to, to wear the black helmets. It's exciting. Uh, I think the, the most important thing is getting the fitting of the helmet and making sure everything fits right. Jameis, your, your trainer and mentor, Otis, who you've been with him to ninth grade, he said, when you love something, you're more than willing to, to wait for it. How does that quote relate to where you guys are now as a team and just how far you can take it? Because we know you have the weapons. Well, one thing, uh, success is in the struggle. You know, you have to endure certain things uh, that you don't necessarily want to endure, but you know that it's all a process of, uh, of something that's coming for you. But you have to earn it, you have to work for it. Uh, as much as you possibly can. But necessarily when you work for things, that don't mean you're going to get it instantly. Uh, but the persistence and the resilience uh, will, will translate to it coming to you in the end. And we know how much you love your iPad. You speak about it all the time. Have you got a particular playlist for your trip over this week? <laughs> uh, no, I've, I've, I've just been making sure I got all my film downloaded locally so I don't get caught up with the cellular sell your data in the long run. Do you think you're going to practice tomorrow? Yeah, yeah. And you plan on starting Sunday? Yes, that's fine. I and mean, it was reported during the game, James, uh, you, you said, I think, pressure on your back foot or it hurts a little bit because of your back. Is that an adjustment you're making now? I mean, the way you're passing because of maybe some issues with the back? Uh, well, I think the, the, the main thing is me healing and becoming healthy so I can best assist. Uh, my my internal problem has nothing to do with the holistic part of this team. Uh, I'm preparing my best every single day 
to be as healthy and as uh, as best as I can be uh, for game day. And are you confident you can get the percentage, whatever you're at, is the best for this team right now? Yeah, I'm, I'm confident for that. Absolutely. Jameis, you were here a few years ago, obviously, with the Buccaneers. What's the biggest difference between you as a player, as an individual, between Jameis Winston that played at Tottenham previously and the Jameis Winston this weekend? Uh, well, I just think age and experience. Uh, one, with this, with this trip, being over here before, uh, I know some certain things that I, that I cannot do uh, that I did last trip. And one thing is staying up, you know, trying to find a ways to go to sleep. Like when it gets dark, trying to find a ways to close my eyes, even if it's like, I'm up, but my eyes are closed, right? And I did that last night, you know, uh, just close my eyes. I think the preparation of this week uh, is different because we got here earlier uh, throughout the week doing different forms of meditation just to get uh, acclimated to, uh, you know, the time change, hopping in a hyperbaric chamber. Uh, I think the biggest thing uh, for this trip uh, is just the things I learned from last trip. Chop with carry water on your reading list right now? Uh, I, I read it. <laughs> I did read it. I think I, I think, think Zach Wood. I think Zach Wood reading it right now. Was it a recent feed or was it something you uh, uh, About three years ago, I read Chop with carry water. You read? Yeah, yeah. Why, why is it on the? Is that like something you can be reading? It's, it's, it's persistence, man. I, I think Zach Wood was reading, it and I, it, it made me just think about. You know the training, right? Like you, you, you think that you want to be obviously everyone wants to be the best at their craft, but it takes the little things, the details, the day-to-day things. Like I, I'm getting a lot of questions about about injuries and this, that, and the other. But even with injuries, it's a process, right? Like I'm, I'm not I'm not throwing myself out there. I'm not putting this team in harm's way. I'm I'm out here to take care of the process every single day and prepare to be ready for Sunday. Uh, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday looks different uh, than, than, than Saturday and Sunday. James, there's a lot of conjecture about what this team needs, right? No more turnovers, penalties, start faster. What do you think this offense needs to start fast and dominate all the talent? Yeah, I think we just have to eliminate the negatives and build on our positives. We have a lot of positives uh, that this offense has, and we just need to build on those. You said meditation and hyperbaric chamber, those are things you introduced this week? No, 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 no. just on the, on the trip that uh, I've that that learned. That work that you did do on the previous trip? No, I did. And is that stuff the team made available to you or you individually like on some Some things that I, that I learned yeah. uh, from taking long trips uh, that helps me uh, get used to the, the, the time. So LA, like, you know, trying to find a way to See how those trips just again growing and my knowledge of talking with certain players that hey, like what helps you out. Uh, these are certain things that were recommended to me that uh, I have put like James, you've played here before in the past, but what's so different or so special about the atmosphere in like these UK games? I think the, the biggest difference is that I think all of, of the UK fans are cheering for both teams, right? So I, I think the energy is is uh, very parallel no matter who's winning or losing. Uh, I just want to make sure our team's on the winning side of this program. James. Thanks. Yeah, I mean, one of the best receivers to play the game.
uh, we just got to step up. Uh, and I know Marquez, uh, Trace Quan, and uh, all our other receivers, they're ready. They're ready to step up. They've been, been here before. You know, they, they were put in this situation last year. But we got to get Mike Kelsey uh, in back because, you know, we're missing a, a, a prize position. I know we feel without him. Thank you, James. <laughs> and next up, we have Will Lutz. Well, it's a. You're not kidding about grass. Correct. Was that the same same last time we were here? No, we played at Wembley in 17, and that was grass. I believe this stadium was built to host American football and soccer. And um, it was actually cool. I saw the video that NFL posted. I believe it was yesterday of the field transitioning. That was really cool. Obviously, um, I like the consistency of turf a little better. But, um, I mean, we're practicing on grass throughout the week, so um, it doesn't really change much. And the conditions, I guess, don't matter if it's windy in the stadium. Yeah, I will say that the stadiums over here are a lot more protected from the wind than they are in America. They're full bowls with not many openings. So like we went to work with the game in Wembley on Monday and it was you know, 25 mile per hour gust and we didn't feel a thing in the stadium. So and I remember that for 17 we were here and I spoke with the people who played in the uh, Tottenham Stadium and I heard it's kind of same there. So that's a benefit I would say. Uh, but we'll scope that all out as we out there. Well, how would you describe the magic of the NFL to a UK fan that's never been able to see it live before? Yeah, what I think about American football is that it's always different. Um, you don't really know what's coming. Um, obviously, there's a lot of rules they need to learn, uh, but I still haven't even learned them all. Um, but it's exciting. There's not many, you know, lulls in American football. Um, but what I really like is how excited you know everyone here is when we come over here, and um, you can see that excitement. On the game day, and it's, uh, it's a cool experience for us, and then hopefully, it's the same experience for them. Uh, Will, how, how do you uh, mentally deal with the pressure of having to take, obviously, kicking in and things like that? And with obviously with the roar of the crowd around you, how do you how do you focus? How do you deal with that mentally? Uh, I love it. I mean, that's what I signed up for when I started kicking. Um, I love the attention. I love kind of all eyes on the pressure that comes with that. Um, I would say I'm pretty good at zoning out the crowd noise, but um, yeah. you know, obviously there are instances where you, you notice stuff like that. But I, su um, I suppose when you go to different stadiums, different yeah, crowd. Every stadium is yeah, different. Yeah. Um, what's, what's different about here is when we come over here, you know, the fans are wearing 32 different yeah. jerseys. Yeah, yeah. So although we're the home team, it's more of a kind of rowdy crowd the whole game, not yeah. just you know, we're wearing all kinds of yeah, so yeah. It's a little different, but. Um, I've been doing this long enough that yeah. um, the crowd noise is the least smoking. <laughs> I suppose, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I think, uh, I think